Welcome into the official. I'm your host, Alfred. And of course, like always, we've got a great show for you this week. We are getting into sleepers. Now, this is something everybody universally loves, right? Fantasy football industry loves sleepers. Um, and when we talk sleepers on the official, we're talking about recruits who are sleepers. So these are guys who, uh, in our opinion, are three stars or less. I think most are three stars, but some guys are only ranked by one service. Some guys are ranked by multiple, but three stars or less that we think are going to become freshmen that get drafted by next freshman draft season. So that'd be 2024. Uh, or maybe even guys who will supersede just being drafted and actually be, uh, you know, pre prime producers. A great example of this last year was Quinshawn Judkins. He was a three star uh, and we had him ranked pretty high. And then all of a sudden he went for like, you know, 1600 yards in his freshman season. So just because they are three stars does not mean they can't become stars, literal stars at the next level. And these are the guys whose value can like 10 X, you know, from where they were drafted uh, the previous fall, uh, you get the most tremendous value here. So, it's the sleeper show, and we are going to break this into two parts, just FYI. First show tonight will be quarterbacks, tight ends, and we'll go over commitments. Next week, there's some travel issues, so we're recording it now, and then you wait wait two weeks, and you'll get running backs and receivers. So be on the lookout for that. And without further ado, this is the official. <laughs> Handsome young man over there, ready to go, talking sleepers. We have so, so much to get to tonight. So I'm going to make it quick. This is the official. Check out homefieldapparel.com. I've mentioned it for the last few episodes. We have an affiliate program with them now. So Campus 2 Canton on your promo code gets you 15% off an order that you have not, uh, if you've never purchased from them before. Great collegiate apparel. It's soft, it's comfortable, and it's vintage looking. It's great stuff. Also, check out campus2canton.com, our parent website for memberships to all the things we talk about here on the official, recruiting, rankings, uh, all these uh, in-site tools, data tools that you can use to get better at all sides of fantasy football, whether it's college, NFL, Devi, or Campus to Canton Leagues, or anything like that. So without with that out of the way, we got to get to names. We are just going to shower names on you to uh, both this week and next week. Matt and David, are you ready to talk three-star sleepers? And we just got so many names to go through. Yeah, yeah. you know. It's all I really want, ever want to talk about, to be honest. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, we, we love there the sleepers. There we go. There we go. All right, so Matt has done a beautiful thing for us. I'm going to pull this thing up here. He's got the tier program, which is new for us. We've never really had this before. But I think this is going to be an awesome way to show the landscape of these sleepers. And I'm really excited about this. Thank you, Matt, for putting this thing together. We also, of course, have clips. So you can see what these guys actually look like. If you're listening on the podcast, you probably want to go watch this one on YouTube. Uh, we release it in both places, but there's going to be tons of videos. So you can see what these, what these guys look like and why we think they can be big-time producers. All right, quarterbacks. Of course, we always kind of end up talking about quarterbacks first. And I'm going to throw one guy out here. Uh, to David, he introduced us to this guy, and I guess we're still 
on this player as a, a potential uh, riser. Aiden Glover. David, talk to us a little more about him. You kind of brought him to all of our attention. We were pretty impressed a few uh, weeks ago when we talked about him. But any additional thoughts? Looks like now he's committed. Was he committed before? He was, The last time we talked about him, he wasn't committed. We were worried about him going to Northwestern, but he committed okay. to Missouri, which I don't know. I think it's a decent spot. And, you know, he gets to prove himself in the SEC. <clears throat> but Love that. Love that. Really, he kind of hits like baseline – I'm usually looking for like a baseline of uh, physical attributes. So I do think he's a good athlete. You know, he hits the 10% rushing market share. Um, I thought he had a, you can see right here, he's got a strong arm. He, he He's mobile in the pocket as well. And from what I saw from like his summer clips on Twitter, like his arm is just getting even stronger. He's filling out more. So I think he's an ascending player. Um, and yeah, I mean, he, I think throughout the summer, he, he landed a bunch of offers. So I, I'm expecting him to probably become a, a four-star. I think he's like just Ooh, outside of him. Calling the shot here. Four-star four star on the horizon for Aiden Glover. And I would say if there's anything that we can be real proud of on the show is identifying guys who are gain a star. That would be pretty impressive. Nice thing in your back pocket there, David. Also, really nice update to get that SEC offer and commitment. Love that for everything going forward, to be honest with you. Um, all right. Uh, Arrington Maiden. Matt, I'm going to throw oh, it to you. Would, you talk to us about we, I think we should or, tear him. Oh, sorry. Yeah, of yeah. course. Thanks for keeping me honest there. All right, where are we going to put Aiden Glover? S tier, A, B, C, or D? Um, I really like what I've seen as well. And this is tiers of sleepers, right? So we're not saying these an S tier here it should belongs with five-star status. It's just of these guys, where would we put them? David, I'll, you throw out the nomination first, and we can see if we agree. Yeah, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to compare him across the board here with the other players that we've, well, we have nominated. Um, I would probably say like the B or C, probably like a B. What, I, I, I would put B, I mean, the SEC yeah. offer sounds like you know Northwestern would make it harder to put him way up there, but I think B's pretty reasonable. Yeah, I, I would have said B or A, so I think B's Woo! perfectly fine. Okay. And if we're saying he's going to get a fourth star, I mean, he's, he's pretty high. I, mean, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't be against A. Oh, oh. Yeah, see, this is the first. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm, let's, I'm let's think. Well, I mean, looking at the quarterbacks here. We can move here, it around. Let's yeah, we can are, the board. Yeah, okay. well, yeah flexible. We, we can leave it at B for now. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Matt, can you give us Arrington Maiden? Uh, yeah, so he's a quarterback out of uh, Texas. Uh, I think he's currently projected to go to Memphis, and he's one of the youngest players, or one of the younger players in the class. I, he's, you know, going to be less than 18 for sure by the time uh, we get to National Signing Day. And he's, his profile has kind of gone up starting this offseason. He's looked good in the 77 circuits. Uh, he's got a pretty big arm, you know, definitely athletic. I think he was like a 700-yard rusher last year. Uh, just good, good legs in general. I know Alfred loves that. Uh, David, too. It's not just me. <laughs> He, he is a bit raw, though, 56% passer, I think. But, I mean, he's young, and we're talking sleepers here, so I think he's definitely, uh, you know, worth a shot, especially considering he's, uh, I think he's only ranked by two of the services or one, so he doesn't even have, like, a composite uh, ranking file on three. So pretty pretty deep down sleeper that I think is definitely going to be ranked soon. All right. Um, he looked pretty good, but if you said he's raw, <clears throat> feels maybe more like a C tier. Uh, I mean, but he's, he's kind of your guy who's introduced, so you could always throw out the first knob. 
Uh, yeah, I, I would say C or B. I think C is fine probably for now. Yeah, I, I think C is good. Maybe if he gets All into right. a better, um, you know, CFF projectable landing spot, you could bump him up, but C for I now. Fair. All right, that's fair. So some of these guys I don't have um, a big opinion on. If we're just taking turns, I think I guess we'll just fall into that. I'm going to take Trey Petty, a quarterback who's out of Starkville, Mississippi. Actually, I knew about this guy before. However, um, he one of his receivers is like a four-star or something. I was, I was actually looking at his receiver who just caught that pass, and I was like, you know, you, it's amazing. You watch these guys, and like you can tell pretty quickly a guy has a, a quarterback who should be ranked. And I was like, well, who's playing quarterback for Starkville? Turns out, you know, three-star Trey Petty. And I liked him. He also shows a lot of mobility here. He's got tr- uh, legit, you know, playmaking ability as a runner. So it's not like he's a functional athlete. He, he actually can make plays as a runner. He's going to be a problem on the ground. He's a little small, 5'11", 195. So, um, you know, probably unlikely to have tremendous NFL potential, although we have seen smaller guys obviously get drafted early. But – I think that would be a stretch. I think the college side, he could be pretty good. He's going to Illinois, Big Ten program that was, you know, not terrible last year. They're kind of on the up and up. Um, I, I would say B tier, at least. I mean, we got to put some of these guys in A. I think he's one of the higher ranked guys we have here. So the services kind of agree. Uh, pretty good completion percentage, a dangerous runner. I like his throwing motion. It's quick. I think he's got a lot of tools. B or A. I mean, I don't know who we're going to wind up putting an A at this point, but. Uh, so I would argue C, actually. I, I think you're free A. Cal Swanson, our, one of our favorite sleepers from last year, also going to Illinois. So I don't think there's a very clear path to him starting there. I mean, I wouldn't say Cal's like this, you know, super superior talent, but I would probably prefer Cal at this stage. So I do really like Cal Swanson, and that's true. We're thinking CFF as well. And so sitting behind a one-year guy, a, ga- a one-year gap between a guy that we like Good for Illinois, bad for fantasy, right? So I, you know, you I, think, I, could be, I could be down with that. David, any thoughts to um, be the tiebreaker here? Yeah, I get that. I get that point. I don't know if I'm waiting like his t- overall talent in general. Like if we scooch up Glover to A, then I think it makes more sense to have Petty and B. Like that's how I'd order these three guys. <clears throat> I'm all um, for that. Yeah, you know, I mean, looking at the candidates here, it it is like we, we're gonna have to pick some guys to be. A and, and stuff. I think we, we're going to be conservative in the beginning, but yeah, looking looking yeah, at the landscape, I'm happy now, with I think that. that kind of does make yeah. sense. And I would, I would, you know, landing spot matters. I would say this far out as well. I mean, we're in June before they commit in December uh, and then, or maybe even commit in like February. They could flip or who knows what. So um, I think it's fair to maybe overweight actual talent and landing spot right here. So I'm, I'm happy with that. All right. Moving forward, um, I'm, I go back to David here. Blake Barnett, Kansas State, 6'2", 205. And I should start throwing out the composite QB ranks. He's 51 on the on-three composite. Tell us about Blake Barnett. And, you know, this is another guy going to a place that we like, the quarterback who signed in 2023. So uh, another log jam. These programs are identifying good QBs, it seems. Yeah, he, he's a playmaker. I, I actually kind of like him. Um, Kansas State, they seem to they seem to find a lot of these guys. Um, so he actually has a 90th percentile adjusted speed ranking uh, in Matt's database here. Um, he ran like a 10.7 100 meter, and he's 
I know you said two of I've seen also two fifteen. He's you know he's a he's a hefty guy, so he's a real good athlete. Um, his ball flight's a little weird, but you can I mean that deep it ball is a balloon down, ball. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a balloon ball. Some of those he he definitely has to refine his passing for sure. Um, so he's kind of a work in progress, but you know just the the rushing upside at Kansas State, uh, I have to like the potential in that regard. All right, give us your tier. So tier-wise, I would probably put him uh, probably B or C. So I think he is a little, like, he definitely needs to be refined as a passer. I'll say C. Yeah. Just, just watching that clip too. even, I, I hadn't seen him too much before, but, like, some of those balls, yeah, he needs to he needs to get more of a trajectory yeah. on those. So, yeah, I think there's a little work to be done. So C tier, unanimous. Um, all right, Dem- Demarcus Davis, Matt, take it away. Uh, actually, she just gives Dave this David's guy. Go for it, David. All right, go for it. Two in a row. Yeah, um, this guy wasn't ranked at all when I came. Like this first throw just stood out to me. Like he made it look so easy. I mean, that ball traveled so far um, with good pace. That's like one thing I'm looking for with these quarterbacks to see if they have like the requisite arm to potentially get to the NFL. Um, also, like he's I just like from watching his stuff on um, Twitter and stuff, like he's definitely filling out, getting stronger. Um, so I don't, I don't really consider him like an actual like dual threat, dual threat, whatever, like he can run, um, but like he's got good pocket mobility and um, you know, he's got the stamp of approval from Kalen DeBoer, which means, you know, I think that means something. Uh, it's just, I don't know. I, I do kind of like Austin Mack as well. So that's the part that I'm kind of like wrestling with myself here. And I don't have a DOB on him. I, I think he may be young for the class. I'm, I'm still trying to figure that out. I searched pretty much everywhere I could. He's got like a June birthday, but um, if he's young for the class, that would, I would feel more comfortable with him because he is still pretty raw. And if he doesn't have a, if he doesn't have an efficient year as a senior, then I'll, I'll back off of him. But I'm, I'm expecting him to have a pretty big senior year. But I think the tools are there for him to be pretty good. Um, I think for – I would probably put him in B tier just because he's a bit of a wild card. I don't know. I'm not really sure what to expect for, as a senior. Man, unranked to B tier. I, I would argue A tier, honestly. I think going to that system – and then plus, I think he's probably the highest rated amongst these guys. If not already, he's going to be. So, I think he could definitely A tier. I think you can even honestly argue S tier. So, okay. I mean, I... oh S tier. I mean, and Matt's a tough guy to impress. So if Matt's the one saying we should bump him up, yeah, I feel like we could listen to that. I'm um, pretty conservative with my takes. It's up to you yeah, guys. Yeah, I mean, I would say, gosh, I think, I think Glover. I think that he should maybe be in the same tier as Glover. I'm not sure he should be above Glover. And I guess, um, Matt, you created this, uh, so we'll just discuss this in real time here. But do you imagine all players listed, or are we going to just do quarterbacks and reset the board for other positions? Uh, I think we should just do all players. Okay. So we'll yeah. have S-tier fill out eventually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, quarterbacks, I think, are difficult, obviously. There's so much. We can tell mm-hmm. physical traits. There's so much like mental and processing that, frankly, is hard to do on, on highlights and hard to do at the college or high school level because they don't even see the defenses they'll see. So you can assume, but it's hard to really feel great about it. 
Um, all right. And then finally, Matt, your turn. Timothy Carpenter going to Indiana. I've looked at this. I've tried to actually look at this guy. I did not find clips. Did you just, was he just on huddle? Maybe it was a secondary profile. Sometimes huddle can be tricky. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I think you can just find him on normal Google. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, but I originally I found him on just an article. Guy, so yeah, interesting he's, to me, so take it away. So yeah, Timothy Carpenter committed to Indiana. Uh, he's six foot four, two hundred, and he's been timed at you know in the four fives this offseason. So very impressive size, speed at this stage. Um, and his arm looks manageable at least. I I, you know, I wasn't in love with it, uh, but you know I definitely think he's good enough to thrive in college. And uh, you know the physical upside is just there and. Uh, you know, at least a good bit more than a lot of these guys uh, that are three stars. So, you know, I think he can develop into something at least, and you can see him taking off there, showing off that four or five speed. Um, yeah, I, I think it's just a pretty, pretty straightforward size speed guy with an okay <laughs> arm going to an okay system. I mean, you know, we're not going to argue size speed at quarterback, but yeah, he's 6'4, 200, so he is a big boy, and he could probably fill out that 200 uh, at, with that frame, and he looks kind of thick. On, on the film even so I would have no problem believing he'd get bigger than that so you know maybe one of these late I mean hey Anthony Richardson was a three-star let's not I mean four-star at the very end of the process but Anthony Richardson was a three-star for most of the process he was a complete freak athlete and he is one that panned out at least for draft capital so you know this is not a bad idea to bet on these types yeah, all right so that being said wise, I think I think CRD honestly I wasn't yeah. that in love with the arm. If I saw some more upside as a passer, he's kind of like, you know, he's kind of similar to like Blake Barnett pretty much. Just yeah. a yeah. big guy running pretty fast with, you know, a serviceable arm at least. Yeah, I think the arm there was not terribly impressive. It was only a few clips, but yeah. you, know, you can kind of t- – when you watch enough of these guys, you can kind of tell pretty quickly. Um, so I, I'd be fine with D if, if you wanted to do that or even, yeah. Barnett uh, could go down to D if they I think if arm. I I think if we put him in D we have to bump Barnett too though. And Bar- but Barnett, well, the system like Indiana is whatever. Well, I mean, at Barnett's least at least it, he can we can project him to become a starter there. I don't think that is true. That's the other side of that coin. Okay, right, good point. Good point. David, are you okay with this? Are you just, are you just seething over there? <laughs> no, I'm not seething at all. I'm not super passionate <laughs> about Barnett. I'm I'm totally cool with that. Makes All sense. right, I actually like the way that that played out. I think that's pretty nice. Two A's, a B, a C, and two D's uh, for sleeper for sleepers. I think that's a decent uh, spread there. All right, so for this show, we are skipping what people really want to hear. You have to wait till next week. Running back and receiver will happen next week. We're going to skip all the way down to tight end. But you know, here at the official, we love tight ends and. You know, Chris Moxley, also of CampusCanda.com, thinks tight ends are tremendous value in C2C leagues. And I agree. I am fully on the tight end train. Like, I scout them much more closely than I used to. I draft them in freshman drafts when I didn't used to. Because if you hit on one, uh, it is huge. And, it you know, it translates to the NFL. And tight ends, if you can get a, a real difference maker, it's almost, you know, it's just such a leg up on the competition. So... Uh, I really like tight ends. I think these are absolutely worthwhile. Do not skip this section of the podcast or of the show. But first, we're going to go to Gavin Hoffman, 6'5", 220. And Matt, you added this at the last second, so I'm assuming maybe this is your guy and you can take it away. Uh, I don't say he's my guy, but you know he has an interesting profile. He's just committed to 
Iowa. He's been uh, gaining oh, some yeah. steam this off season because he's uh, come out and tested pretty good. I don't have the exact numbers here, but uh, he is kind of small at the moment. Uh, I believe only listed at uh, six four two hundred. Hold on, two, one second. Two, uh, I got 220. Oh, okay. 6'5", six, 220. Six, so, never mind. I, I was looking at the lighter estimate, I guess. Uh, it's a pretty straightforward projection there. I mean, going to Iowa, tight end you, you could argue, uh, and, you know, being a pretty freaky athlete at this stage, uh, it's a pretty good combination. So, they can, you know, hopefully develop him. Sometimes this isn't that hard, and you know the Iowa strength and conditioning program is going to get him to 250, like, easy. So, um... All right, I like that. Um, Here, I would argue B or C. David? Because while I do like him, I, I don't think the tape is that you know impressive, to be honest. Um, I would go, just based off his like, athletic testing, and, you know, Iowa wants him. That's a pretty big deal to me. And I like his basketball highlights, which is, like, that's the only way I... That's the only way I scout tight ends. I'm not gonna lie. I don't even watch their football tape. I just watch basketball tape. But he he actually played shooting guard too, which is impressive to me. He's not like one of these big like damn arm, six five two twenty shooting guard in high school would be yeah. terrifying. So he's like beating dudes off the dribble and stuff. Like he looked pretty, pretty athletic on the court. Um, I would I would say B for me. I like him. Got me sold. Yeah, but he is. All right, Gavin Hoffman, B tier, and uh, David. So I'm going to throw it to you. A little bit smaller guy, six four, two fifteen listed. Jordan Washington. This is the second Jordan Washington, or two Jordan Washingtons. We'll talk in the show, and I think there are three Jordan Washingtons in the 2024 class. So <laughs> we have this guy marked as Jordan Washington tight end. There's Jordan Washington Alabama, and there's another Jordan Washington. So this is the Jay Wash tight end. David, tell us about him. Yeah, I think he kind of came out of nowhere. At least I don't think he was ranked the last time I had looked, but he's definitely a summer riser as well. Uh, another basketball player, big surprise. But, yeah, he's real athletic. Um, you know, he's not the biggest dude, but I think I think he'll – you can see he's a bit of a dog there in the block, in the blocking game. <clears throat> you know, but I, I think he it. gets to, like, you know, 245, whatever, 6'4", 245, which is fine. Um, but, you know, plays in Texas – you know, he can stretch the field a little bit. I think I, I think I like him pretty similarly to uh, Hoffman. Do we know? I can't remember off the top of my head where he is. He committed yet or no? No, I don't think he is. Okay. Yeah. So that part, that part of the factor, I don't know. Um, I would probably say C for him, maybe. I agree. Down. Down with C tier. All right. Um, let's see. All right. We're getting smaller as we go on, but we do have some miles per hour for this next guy. I'm going to throw it to Matt. Keelan Smith, 6'3", with a 20.2 miles per hour for tight end. Pretty impressive. That's a number that we, you know, don't mind for wide receivers. So, uh, but he is on the lighter side. So what do you think about Keelan Smith? Yeah, he's definitely a bit smaller, but I, I think he can continue to pack on the frame a bit and end up like, you know, like an Evan Ingram size, like, you know, 235, 240-ish uh, type of tight end. But, you know, he definitely moves good on tape. Nebraska, uh, you know, pretty exclusively just goes after these freak athletes. So he, he does test pretty well for, you know, an athlete of his size. 
Uh, pretty good after the catch. I think that's a pretty strong selling point on his profile. Um, but yeah, probably not going to be used as you know a, a traditional inline guy, at least not anytime soon. Uh, you know, just given on the size alone. So I, I I'm not in love with him. Uh, probably another C tier for me, I would say. Uh, just because, you know, if he was had more evidence of being an inline guy, maybe I'd be a bit more impressed. But, that's, you know, if you're just an exclusively a guy who's going to be out wide and you're not, like, this crazy high-end talent there, then uh, I'm not going to be, like, you know, super on you. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely in lockstep there. You know, I um, it's a running joke that I really have to see that dog in him for the tight end recruits. Um but I do think that you're right. I mean, your assessment, you explained it well. Like, I think if you're if you're only doing this in high school and as a basically a receiver, there's going to be a lot to learn unless the team sees you as a wide receiver. So I think it's hard to project. I would not want to be too aggressive here. Uh, I, I think your tier is appropriate. I would maybe even say D tier if we have almost no blocking evidence. Um, but I'll give to David the tiebreaker. Uh, I mean, I don't think you're going to be hard to find any blocking on the rest of the guys too, so. Fair enough. We, we don't have any dogs in this one, but um, <laughs> I, I think I'm gonna lean. I, I I'm tailing. I would say C, but I'm like leaning towards D, just because Nebraska just has so many like guy. I just don't know how. You know, they just got Carter Nelson, who everyone loves, seems to love, and that's uh, true. Like you know, Malachi Coleman. I, I don't know. I just keep adding all these freaks. It's just I don't know where he fits in, and that's kind of why I lean D. Yeah, I, I agree. Actually, agree. I totally forgot Carter Nelson committed to who we'll talk about in the commit section yeah okay this next guy looks incredibly intriguing just size so speed. I, uh, i'll take him because I, I consider him my guy so okay matt's guy well his name is matt matthew ogunyi it looks like or uh hope i didn't do too bad there six five two ten and he, i can't believe i'm reading this 21.2 miles per hour for you know that's good for like a like a 5'10", 185 receiver. So tell us about this guy. Seems like a freak athlete going to Rutgers. So what's up? Yeah, I, I think, you know, another pretty straightforward evaluation here. He's really big and uh, really fast at this stage. Another guy that, you know, not a blocker at all. He's pretty exclusively playing out wide, at, you know, at the moment. But I think, you know, Rutgers' offense is going through a bit of evolution. They just got in a new offense coordinator. I can't you know, recall his name off the top of my head, but he made uh, Minnesota into a 4,000-yard passing team, so I I think he can, uh, you know, at least replicate that a little bit at Rutgers. So I think uh, you know, he can at least be productive, very high-end athlete. Uh, you know, hopefully he can, you know, bulk up a bit. But uh, I, I really like his upside there is, you know, a, just a, a big tight end that can, you know, play out wide and, uh, you know, be successful downfield. I mean, look at that tape. He's got great receiving technique. I mean, I, I would say hands, but it really just looks more like, you know, he catches, he converts it upfield. That is not what you would expect from a tight end or even, honestly, some receivers at this level. So looks like he's very comfortable, you know, as a weapon out there. So pretty interesting guy, actually. I love that find. I'd say C. What, would, what did you say? B or C? Oh, uh, actually, I didn't say. I would say A or B. Yeah, yeah. I mean, David, any thoughts? Based off his athleticism, because <clears throat> 21.2 miles per hour for a tight end is like, that's like, that's really high. I mean, like Deuce Robinson was like 
And he's 210, so. so I mean, it may not quite yeah. be there when he adds hopefully 30 pounds, but still. Yeah, I feel like fast guys. still be above those people, though. Yeah. If he puts on bad weight, yeah. I feel like fast guys stay fast, but yeah, it's really just about it. He does kind of have a little bit of a slender build, so it's it's kind of a question how big he gets, but um, I would say I would go with, I'll go with B. I was between A or B, I don't know. I could go A. I could go A on upside. I'm an upside guy. I go A. I'm an upside guy. Yeah, A it is. Won't catch Rutgers, me. you have an A tier prospect. All right. Noah Onia. Onia? Uh, 6'5, 225. And just, I don't know who likes him the most, but someone just chimed in here. Do you, do you want um, to move? Yeah, I like him. I like him too. Um, he's starting to rise during the summer process, doing pretty well at camps. Um, he's also real athletic. Not he's not as fast as uh, the last as Matthew, but um, he's like the second youngest player in the class, which is I think the interesting part. I think you want to if you want to project. Okay, you see he's got a huge um, catch radius. He can go up and get contested catches. He can run. Um, so he is, his national signing day age is 17.12. Um, Colin Hurley is the only younger one at 16.95. So um, as far as like projecting, like he's got a lot of growth to do. So, and he has already got pretty good size at 6'5", 225. So um, I think I'd probably put him in B. I think something kind of important to his profile, I think you should tag on here. I think he's only been playing football for one or two years. He just switched oh, over really? to basketball. So very experienced, well, too. So there's a lot of potential growth there. A lot of and, growth uh, there. And services are you know starting to catch on to bump him up. So I think he's at least a B, maybe an A guy for me. I don't yeah. love the tape there, but you know, a very high-end athlete. Oh, we don't have any official numbers, but reportedly a very high-end athlete. With uh, you know, a lot of growth potential there between the age and the experience. Interesting. Yeah, it's just so then it's basically how much do you like the tape given that he's only been playing for a couple of years? And mm. I mean, I think it looks pretty impressive given. Yeah, I, just, I think he lacks a little bit of physicality, which you know you, you would imagine from somebody switching over from basketball that might be there, but I think he can grow out of that too. Yeah. Uh,. I'll say I'll say B on this one. I, I I don't want to put him in with A just because of the math is just so fast and just that's a little maybe I think a little that's too, his... maybe a little too raw for A tier as well. We we bumped mm -hmm. up the QBs that were raw, so I think that's yeah, fair. Yeah. It's consistent. I'm good with that. All right, B tier, and then finally Trey Jackson. Matt takes away with the last tight end here. We'll get into commitments. Uh, this is David's guy. If you want to take him, David. Oh yeah, it's just another basketball player. Um, <laughs> He, he really didn't produce much at all last year, not going to lie, but um, he's transitioning from wide receiver to tight end, and he's put on a lot of weight, and he seems to be doing really well in the camps, camps this, uh, this summer as well. Um, but, you know, now he's he, he went from, like, 180 to 210, and he's got, I mean, he's got, like, 12 to 15 legitimate, like, pretty impressive dunks on his huddle. Uh, really, really long arms. Um, he can he can run the floor real well, uh, so I think he's a guy that will rise. 
you know, assuming he has a pretty, he plays good competition in Texas. So if he can produce against that good competition, I think that would justify him moving upwards. Uh, as far as tier goes, uh, man, his production is just so bad at this point that it's just can hard I, to can I, add in? I, I think we can excuse the yeah. production though. He's playing on the same team as, you know, Jamiri Colley, who's a pretty yeah. high wide receiver. And there are other wide, I, I can't recall his name. He just committed to, FCS, I believe, but still another D1 wide receiver on that team as well. So I, I think you can excuse the production a bit. Yeah, that's true. Um, so he could be another. I mean, I still think I'm going to say C, but, you know, whatever. What do you guys think? I, I would argue B with the athletic upside and then going to Texas Tech, too, is a you know, pretty awesome spot. So uh, I feel like Texas Tech, I mean, you know, they seem to like some of these humongous receivers that might be hybrids. Uh, they have a, like Loic Fonuji and, and some other guys they've got there. So who knows if he'll be truly a tight end anyway. So that seems fair. Right, I mean, I, the golden goose here is a guy labeled tight end who actually ends up playing receiver and you may get one year out of it before Fantrax changes it. We've seen that before as well. So that would be the real, the, like uh, the Gadsden uh, up at Syracuse. So, um, all right. Great. We're doing pretty good and on time. And, uh, yeah, but we, we need got to get a lot of commits. <laughs> We've got a ton of commits. Try to run through them at least quickly rather than maybe necessarily uh, talk yeah. about them all. So let's, let's just uh, we'll dive bring in this real quick. Back here. In here. So let's dive in. Uh, number one, probably highest rated guy, Jared Gibson, commits to Texas. I don't think we need to talk about him too much. We've mentioned it before. Yeah. But Texas just continuing to get high-end recruits, uh, especially at that running back position. And Christian Clark to Texas, too. Don't love it for either of them. Uh, hurts both their profiles, in my opinion. And plus, you have Baxter there in front of them. So mm -hmm. odds are they're both waiting either way. Don't love it for either of them. They're definitely tanking my grades a bit. Yeah, I don't I don't hate that analysis there. That's going to be tough. Uh, one guy we do love and probably love the landing spot, and we will talk about him next week, so stay tuned. Let's not spoil it too much. But Matthew Filler going to South Carolina – Seems like a pretty nice fit with pretty nice opportunity. And we'll we'll talk more about his profile next episode. Don't want to spoil it. Um, how about G. Kyle Baker? Very fast guy going to TCU. Limited tape because he was injured last year. Uh, Matt or David, any additional thoughts on Baker? I've watched him. Pretty interesting, but it's just limited. I think mostly a sophomore tape that's available. Yeah, I, I don't love the tape, but really high, really high upside guy. On three is pretty high on him, too. Uh, you know, going to TCU, it's a great spot to be right now. I think there's a lot to like there, but uh, I don't necessarily love him. I do know you love Davon Hall. I'm pretty sure he's on your uh, list of guys you like. Uh, Maybe not? Okay. Uh, going to Nebraska, Isaiah McMorris. Okay, yeah, well, he's a freak athlete. We like that. Isaiah McMorris, uh, Jason Robinson going to Washington. So Davon Hall, Isaiah McMorris, both going to Nebraska. Mm -hmm. um, so they're both teammates at Bellevue with um, Daniel Kalen. Oh, yes, the quarterback, right? Yeah. Okay. And they're both, you know, Isaiah McMorris is going to get overshadowed a bit, but he was more productive than Davon Hall on the same team. He's also a freak athlete in his own right. So uh, Nebraska killing it right now. And you could probably just skip straight to Carter Nelson here, another Nebraska commit out of Nebraska. Uh, you know, they're they're staying in home state and they're getting all the freak athletes that come out of there, which there's seems to be an influx with the last couple of years with uh, Malachi Coleman as well last year, Benny and Goy. Um, who's the other guy, David? Uh, 
They got the the triple jumper. Oh, I'm totally blank guy's name. They they got an underrated recruit that I liked last year too. Oh, Quinn Clark. Oh, in the last one. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember his name. Charles, uh, I think something Charles or no, it wasn't. Oh, Jeremiah well, Charles. Yeah, that's him. I got it right. No, that's not even who I'm no. thinking of. <laughs> but they they um, didn't get Charles. Charles is a freak too. But they got Jordan Nelson. David's the one who said over a year ago, I feel like, or something, and he made a comment. I always remember. He's like. If you scour the Midwest, like these Midwestern cities and towns, I mean, there is a lot of freak athletes that just don't get a lot of attention you can find. And so I guess Nebraska is like, all right, we're just going to stay around here. It's kind of what Kansas State does too, and it works for them. I mean, you can find these guys. Um, all right, another Nebraska guy who, who again, don't want to spoil it, we'll talk about him next week. Kewan Lacey, one of our, I think, universal favorite uh, three-star running backs. So... You know, I think that room. I don't. I don't think they got a guy last year that we necessarily liked that much. So there's a gap between their starters and this new Lacey by the time 2024 rolls around. So, you know, I think there's some opportunity probably pretty quickly, uh, barring any new transfer or something like that. So Nebraska, yeah, five guys on this, four guys on this list. Yeah, That's a they've lot. They've been killing it. Um, Xavier Robinson going to Oklahoma, I think, is a very relevant landing spot. I mean, Oklahoma is a huge program. Any opinion on him? I actually don't have one. Uh, he's a you know a big back, a bit of a grinder. I don't necessarily love his tape. Not a, not a big yeah. fan of him. He's like a short yardage goal line, maybe. Oh, I don't mm. know. Hate that. Hate that. Uh, Dre Hawkins going to Florida. Small, kind of a slot. I think he's going to be a slot type, but very fast. I mean, uh, I think hand-timed, but had some card from an event that said 4.2 something. I think he's very fast, but his broad jump was like under 10 feet. So, I mean, I think he's very fast. I'm not sure he's like an overall explosive athlete. So I do think slot probably fits him well. We talked about Davis going to Washington. Jakari Williams going to Syracuse. I think he's a pretty interesting quarterback. Uh, Might make a sleeper, a different type of sleeper list at some point. Um, and then, yeah, Justice Williams going to Washington, Jason Robinson going to Washington, a pair of receivers going to Washington. Any opinions there? Uh, I could take Jason Robinson, David could take Justice because they're each of our guys. Uh, Jason is probably, you could argue, the most refined wide receiver in this class. Uh, you know, maybe not the, but he's top five for sure. Uh, pretty good mover, a bit skinny at the moment, but I, I really like his skill set. Uh, I'm super, super high in him compared to the, uh, services at the moment he's a top 30 wide receiver for me so and especially him going to washington i i couldn't love it more wow good word yeah. there although he is listed on on three as five don't, don't, ten don't, don't, don't on three. okay 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 Shh, it's All not right. real it's not real rivals has him at 170 we can believe that we're in okay, denial okay. we're in denial he's not 145 guys <laughs> All no. right. justice williams <laughs> i definitely like I just want to echo that. Like, he kind of reminded me of Josh Downs when I was watching Robinson, and we just don't get that many refined route runners in high school, so it's just a refreshing thing. Uh, Justice Williams, he's just like an he's like an X receiver. Um, he has really good um, bloodlines. His dad played in the NFL for nine years. Uh, he's got just a real big frame. I can see him filling out, just getting you know he's he's already real strong. I think the thing I like the most about him is how much energy he plays with. He's just kind of a dog. He blocks really puts a lot of effort into blocking and uh, he's really hard to take down after the catch, big catch radius, stuff like that. Um, I think he has pretty good acceleration and decent, decent speed, but he, he could be recruited over for sure. But if not, and he does establish himself, obviously Washington is a good offense to be involved in. 
Absolutely. And one uh, one more see. here that I forgot to yeah, highlight. One or two more. It's a pretty big name. Ryan Pelham definitely yeah. worth talking about. I was actually mm-hmm. surprised he wasn't bolded. I was like, yeah, I, I just anyway. I just saw it now and bolded him. Okay. So yeah, Ryan Pelham, pretty highly rated going to I mean fantasy factory from uh, USC Riley offense. Oh, do you have anything? I thought you were about to go off. Do you have a take on him? Oh, no. no I'm not I'm not a fan personally. I, I think he's pretty you know overrated to be honest he's a very linear wide receiver he kind of reminds me of uh reference to oh james washington yep that's james that's it yep um okay james washington so we got another james washington here potentially in ryan pelham um uh any thoughts on trevor rogers going to cal he's bolded oh yes i i love trevor rogers i just found him the other week uh, you know, big time freak athlete. You got him at 21.2 miles per hour. I think he had almost uh, a 24 foot long jump, or definitely 23s. But either way, very explosive athlete. Uh, good size. I think he's pushing 200 pounds already. Uh, and I think he was pretty high in producer, too. So just a lot of uh, ticks there on the profile that I really like as someone who's, you know, really underrated. I don't have his ranking here, but he's. I wouldn't surprise me if it's outside the 100, I, I would assume. He appears to only be ranked by 24-7 right now, and it mm-hmm. is the 188th receiver. So yeah. he's, so, he's way down there. He's a top 10 in uh, our athleticism score for wide receivers, I believe. So love, definitely someone that. I'll be betting on. Uh, going to Cal, they've done pretty good with uh, at least freak wide receivers. With yeah, the, I mean, Hunter and, and Sturdivant both yeah. had great years last year, and Sturdivant parlayed that into a UCLA offer. So mm-hmm. he changed. Um, love that. Trevor Rogers, very cool. All right. So that's it for kind of part one of our sleeper show. We did quarterbacks, we did, we did tight ends, and then stick with us next week. We're going to – no commitments because we won't be live or uh, recording during that week really, but – we're going to go through a ton. I think it's like 20 or more running backs and receivers. So definitely want to catch that episode. This has been The Official.